Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Tony McKinnon, T-Mac, and obviously you might think I sound really weird because um, <laughs> I lost my voice a couple of days ago, and it's coming back, but it's not full strength. It's on the way up the stairs. <clears throat> yeah. So actually, I called um, one of my friends yesterday. He goes, man, you really sounded weird. Yeah. You know, but... It is what it is. You know, you have to yeah. do what you have to do. And, you know, we wanted to record some podcasts. So yeah. we're here um, on a, we're recording this in February. No, it's March. March. It's March, March the 2nd. March. Do you know what today is? No. Dr. Seuss's birthday. Dr. Seuss's birthday. Yeah, if you've ever listened, you know we like Dr. Seuss, especially yeah. since they tried to cancel him. <laughs> and so, so your word for today is be who you are and say what you feel, especially on the Rama podcast. Yeah. Because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Dr. Seuss. So that is the reason, <laughs> I guess, that my granddaughter, they, they're having some kind of deal where you had to dress up as your, Today's your, his birthday. Is your favorite book character, not, not Dr. Oh. Seuss character. And so um, she dressed up as someone from the Babysitter's Club, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, anyway, so it's probably because Dr. Seuss's birthday. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Seuss. Yep. Now, of course, this probably won't air till like May because we've, yeah. we've well, recorded. he's in heaven anyway yeah, so. or somewhere on the other side. So he won't matter. So do you know matter. that? <laughs> he is dead. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So are we going to have a discussion whether he made heaven or not? Yeah, or? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not his judge. So we actually just finished Winter Bible Seminar. And then actually the week after or this week, we've had our international directors here from our various campuses, I think we're up to 288 campuses, yeah. something like that. Um, so we had 154 folks here from all around the world. So it's pretty awesome to find out what Raymond's doing around the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we don't even know, even though we're here at home base. And so it's good to, good to talk to people. And tell them what we fed them Monday night. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so we had a shrimp boil. You yeah. Can, um, and I don't know if you can describe a shrimp boil for someone. Yeah, well, you know, they, there, there are some people from India that are from what, yeah, what's yeah, a shrimp boil. Yeah, we, they're pretty simple, you know, low country boil, shrimp boil. So shrimp, sausages, potatoes, a uh, little, little niblet, ear corn uh, with lots of seasonings and uh, uh, garlic and onions. Is and, that Louisiana style? Louisiana style. Yeah. Well, yeah so but, we you know, had, but you eat with your hands. You eat, eat everything with your hands, so you put paper on the table. <laughs> And we had uh, six pots. I think those are like 15, 20-gallon pots. And uh, when the pots are ready, we bring the baskets up, spread it down the table, eat it with bread. Yeah, so Tony's our food connoisseur here. Yeah. I mean, you know, anything Cajun especially is something. Yeah. Is t- <laughs> I think we cook 60 pounds of shrimp. Yeah, so, so we had a shrimp boil, which is obviously not normal for most of these yeah. international folks. I mean, you know, so... It's it's a pretty cool. We did it a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, this is the third time we've done it for that group. Yeah. Over the course of the time we've been doing these after winter Bible meetings with them. So. Yeah. So so now they're kind of used to it a little bit, yeah. but but it's kind of a it's kind of a different kind of way to eat. It's different. Yeah. I mean, even even a lot of folks in America has never had a shrimp boil, yeah. especially one like that. Yeah. You know, maybe you've gone to a certain restaurant and had something like that, but mm-hmm. but not when you're eating off the table and things like that yeah, it's so. definitely not a covid <clears throat> era uh that's right cuisine covid cuisine <laughs> so there is such a thing as COVID. no i thought covid didn't attack when you're eating yeah yeah well because you can obviously take your pull, mask off take to eat, your mask right? off to eat yeah. you know so. so you know covid's actually a tall virus 
You know, once you sit down, you can take your mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, it's three years later. We're still talking about yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you eat green egg, green eggs and ham today? I did not eat green eggs and ham. I, I, I had a protein shake. That's that's really sad. Yeah. Well, Doctor Sister's birthday, right? Yeah, he's he's. He's probably rolling over in his grave. Yeah. All right. Well, our guests today, actually, um, we got the whole family, the Coin yeah. family. We have um, Joe and Misty Coin, and they actually brought their their two kids. Um, Joseph and Hannah are, are here. Um, they're from. Well, you, I'll let you tell you what. I know you're from North Carolina. Greensboro. We are from Greensboro. Yes. Yes. Right, centrally located. Um, yeah. You can eat the mic a little bit. We can barely hear you, man. Okay. Um, eat the mic. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we're from Greensboro, North Carolina. It's a great location. Uh, we're about an hour and a half from the mountains, and then we're about three hours from the beach. You, you can that considered the triad? Yes. Yeah. Greensboro, yeah. Winston-Salem, High Point. No, we, we... There's some nice golf courses around there, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't do golf. My wife, yeah, I don't she either. gets too competitive in goofy <laughs> golf. <laughs> Well, she, also, I mean, she also shoots, if that happens to come up. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, so I, um, I did a um, week-long meeting in Kernersville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And um, so we did night services, and so every day we played golf. Oh, Except for one day wow. we didn't play golf um, because we didn't have time. Mm -hmm. So we played putt-putt instead. Nice. And so, um, um, well, the pastor time, I don't think church. I don't know if church is still there. Lane Abernathy was the yeah. pastor. And so... Um, the deal was they had a golf tournament on Saturday, so so I played in their golf tournament. Then then we just mm -hmm. played golf every day. So he has some kind of golf pass or whatever. Yeah. So we played all kinds of different really nice courses. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. So what's it, what's your church's um, the name of the church? Harvest Church. <clears throat> yeah, and um, again we're honored to be a part of the Raymond family. Um, and that meeting you had must have been way long time ago. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, Actually, it was the first time that I ever did a week of, of meetings. And actually, there's only twice this happened to me. Um, I was so tired. I woke up in the hotel room and didn't know where I was. Oh, my Because I was by myself, you know. Yeah. So I woke up. I'm like, where am I? <laughs> did you miss church? No, no, I didn't miss okay, church. I just, I just I took a nap and didn't know where oh, I was. Oh, that happens to me most days in my truck. <laughs> I don't know where I am or what day it is. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, we, we had a we had a good meeting there. Um, um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure what Pastor Lane what, what Lane's mm -hmm. doing now, yeah. but um, he's around. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. so tell us your Ramus story. Yeah, take us back. How take you... us back. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. there are some people that grew up in church, some people that grew up heathen, yeah. and we don't even know how they got here. But um, yeah, some people came out of the womb confessing yeah. Jesus is Lord. You know, <laughs> never did, never never <laughs> never did anything wrong. You know, we some were yeah. drug dealers just the day before they came to Ramus. Yeah. So yeah. you know, tell us. And then, talk to us. then Roddy was a bad gambler. Seriously, yeah, he was a gambler. <laughs> because yeah. I'm I'm a gambler, but I wasn't even good at. It. He was yeah. like. I don't know. I forget how much money yeah, like, lost. Like seventy thousand yeah, dollars in debt something. or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, wouldn't you stop at some yeah. point in time? Yeah, yeah. So and I don't, I don't know if you met at Rama or, or if you met or whatever. Yeah, what we have on it. So we had some on here selling dope out of the, the delivering pizza and selling drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's our good friend Aaron Antis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Antis said that. So he was selling pizza for Domino's. Yeah, oh. and selling and, drugs. And said he was um. Yeah. Rayma changed his life. He, he was high or drunk, 
every day. Oh wow! And, no, and he was, you know, he was still an alcohol too. So yeah. somehow, I, I don't yeah. remember the whole thing. Yeah. So you know. So we, what kind of person are you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm between heathen and good. Yeah. No, not now. Oh, uh, that's back then. Yeah, this is a charismatic confessional. <laughs> You know, um, I was born in Pittsburgh. Sorry about that, Dallas fans. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And we moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, I love Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Yeah, and I lived there about 12 years. And so um, that's where I got saved at three in a Presbyterian church. Wow. Um, Was it Coral Ridge? Yes. I love Coral Ridge, Mr. Yeah. I was fixing, Sorry, I, I'm eating my. I was fixing to ask the same question. Yeah. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. That's a beautiful place. It is. Still stands as a, as a testament to D. James Kennedy, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You know, regardless yeah. of what's happened over the years. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, actually, we lived about a mile from there and we went to his Christian school. Wow. Isn't it? We used to vacate Small down world. there a lot. I, yeah. I still like it down there. I love yeah. that place. Yeah, so uh, we got in there at a good time before it was too blown up, marketed, and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff going on down there by the beach. So just just north, just a few miles north of there, Pompano, that's the home of the Goodyear Blend. <laughs> you, did you know that? I did not you know that. You lived there and didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Seriously, that's where, that's, that is the home. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've seen it come in and out of its warehouse down there. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, they, have, they have one in, in California as well. But yeah. yeah, but that's the East Coast home. So did Pompano you see beach. at the Daytona 500? The Goodyear blimp, you know, and they have, you know, you can they can write things on on the side of the blimp. Yeah. So it says, "Don't shoot us." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dear Uncle Joe, <laughs> don't shoot us now. <laughs> okay. So uh, there, this is this is really helping my testimony. <laughs> All right, talk to us. Oh no. Okay. So, yeah, grew up there in Florida. Got saved when I was three. Our family. Um, uh, went to church when there was a dire need. It wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, you know, I, I didn't have the opportunity to be raised by. Well, they were Christians. My father, my mom, they're good people, but they they didn't they didn't do church consistently. Yeah, and also they didn't train up the way we are able to train our kids. Mm-hmm. Totally different. So I, um, yeah, I was in the world and out of the world, and I played a lot of sports. So you know, when I need to get a a hit, I'd say, God, I will serve you for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> if um, uh, anyway, but uh, I played a lot of football down there as well. Um, and again, when our family. Uh, came across a strong need, we'd go to that mm. church that is spirit-filled, that they lay hands on people for healing. Mm. So um, we actually moved from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to North Carolina because we had um, a brother that was Down syndrome, and there are special schools in North Carolina, so the whole family, which we have seven kids in our family, mm-hmm. Uh, we all transplanted up to North Carolina, and and that that was something that uh, uh, Billy's in heaven now. Yeah, uh, for three four years. Yeah, now. I remember mm-hmm. Billy. Yeah, 
Oh, by the way, I, just, I didn't call Tony babe. I was talking to my wife over there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Man, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, and, and Billy, my brother, he, he would call me boss. Mm-hmm. And then he'd call my wife Miss Boss. Miss boss. <laughs> yeah. But that's getting a little ahead of myself. But um, uh, So I was raised up. I went to Appalachian State. I played a little football. And that was right the time where... Uh, in college, just first getting in college. I graduated when I was 17, so I was on the college campus at 17 playing football. Mm. And um, and it was at that time God was really trying to get my attention. I, I was so into sports, so into football, so first there, last to leave type thing. And that, that that's a great personality trait unless you uh, run in the red zone too long, then uh-huh. get a lockup and I'll Maybe later on talk about that because I hit the, <laughs> I hit the wall when I was fifty because I was so on and um, you know I'd rather be on than have to say, somebody say giddy up you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, but I wasn't supposed to go forward in football I proved I could play at that level and and that was a time where you know a critical time where everything's trying to recruit you. All kinds of organizations, all kinds of um, fraternities, all kinds of this, all kinds mm-hmm. of that. But thank God, God got a hold of my life. And it was actually as it relates to football because because of my size, I walked on and, and the coach. And here's a fun fact. Um, do, you know, do you know Mac Brown? Mac Brown. He coached Texas, didn't he? Yeah, he was my head coach. Oh, really? At Appalachian. Wow. Yeah. And you could definitely uh, – I'm not blaming anything that happened <laughs> on him. Uh, but he said, you know, if you beat out the scholarship guys, and you'll get some money, and um, which I did that, and um, and believe it or not, at my time and my development back then, it it was a major, it was a major test for me, that uh, and that's when God got a hold of my life in challenging season, and I could have gone north or south, and I thank God I, <laughs> I went north with God, I rededicated my life to the Lord, I. Mm-hmm. I, matter of fact, I, I got water baptized, and 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 I'm talking about um, uh, probably a hotel six pool, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and also that was a time where I got filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. and uh, turned on fire for the Word. Then I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and it, it just forever changed my life and put me over. So, um, uh, going to school. Uh, I also worked with my parents in business. They had an advertising agency, about 100 employees, and I was going to be partnered with my brother and my dad. So I was training for that, and I did get a business degree at Appalachian. But um, once, once I was, I had a, one semester till I was going to graduate, but my parents' business was exploding in growth, in growth, in growth, and they had to pull me out. So I did correspondence. I, I did internships, all kind of stuff. And I did finish my degree. Um, but as I was headed toward my parents' business, it, it was just like, I, I can recall back on my whole life that I could never sort of fit in totally with the environment that I was in because mm. there was something different that yeah. I was supposed to do. I just wasn't taught. I just wasn't, wasn't raised up to sort of help identify that. And um, so thank God, even though... You know, I started working with my folks and started to be very successful, had everything, but had no peace. And um, 
I actually started a Bible study in my parents' home, and you know, it started growing to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50, 60. And, and, and it was like, wow. I don't even know how to lead me. Mm. What am I doing with all these folks here? So, um, but I, again, I, I just was so on fire for God and, and got a hold of uh, one of Dad Hagen's books. And man, I had never, ever had that type of teaching that made sense that I could do and that it would work. So that was your first introduction mm-hmm. to Rama to Kenneth Hagin Ministries. To, and what, book. what book was it? Through a book. It was the book on, is it Seven Steps to Being Filled? With the Holy yeah, Spirit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how I got, that's how I got to it, actually. And uh, so, boy, I started tasting that word. Then I was like, whoa. I just was feeding on those books and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. To the point that uh, I was doing that Bible study, uh, working in the business, but both my dad and my brother set me down and say you know what you got to commit because they could see my divided interest yeah and you know i'm all for people to be in business i'm all for people to there's so many so many of our pastor friends are bivocational uh which is just fine and um but that wasn't that that's not the direction god took me uh so uh finding out with dad hagan's book and all of a sudden um Finding that on the back, they had a call, you know, mm-hmm. a training center back then, and that's a long story short. I hope I no no didn't, no, didn't no. take too long here, yeah. But um, I, I I had no peace. I had everything, and and you know, how do I say this? I, there's certain things I better not say. Oh, you can say anything on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> remember, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> Those who mind don't. Those oh, who matter don't mind. Those yeah. who mind don't matter. Well, the whole thing about it is I could get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, the, the money was there, all kind of stuff, but had no peace. And I said, you know what, guys, I, I, you know, I had no knowledge of how to be led by God. Yeah. I just knew I was miserable. I know people would be up there eating Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm down in my room saying, Why don't I fit in here? What is what is wrong with me? Like a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. yeah. And, and trying to fit in at the business and all that kind of stuff. And, um, to I mean, some, this identifies to somebody that's listening. Yeah. So this is, don't just tell mm-hmm. your story. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, obviously you, you could have been successful in business, but mm-hmm. you it didn't feel right. No. You know, cause some people think, well, if, if I make enough money or mm-hmm. whatever, that's, but you know, you gotta be happy in life. And that's, that's right. the whole point. Yeah, the more I made, the more miserable I was, believe it or not. <laughs> and and when I finally, you know, God mercifully led me to Rama. Uh, I had no, see, I had no background training. I wasn't raised in these principles. Uh, we had a good family. Um, uh, I guess we were sort of just carnal Christians. Mm-hmm. And except for when we had to have an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I, I did end up, just leaving my family and I had, I had to come out from all that to find my, my path. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful. Um, aside from my walk with God and my beautiful wife over there, um, going to Rama uh, was the best thing ever happened to, to me. To what year did you come to Rama? Came at 88. 88 and graduated in? 90. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, when you came to Rama, you didn't like, think i'm definitely gonna be a minister you yeah. ju- you just came to learn more about the word of god mm. to get filled up well, and find your purpose and, and find your yeah you know, that's the thing F- find your place in life right you well, know 
what happened to happen before <clears throat> that was I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was in Christ. I needed all the basics. I, I, uh, you know, I knew I was called to the ministry, but I never put a label on it because I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. in some circles, you know, people go around. So, what are you? Uh, what are you? What are you? Well, I'm an apostle. I'm a prophet. I'm a <laughs> pastor. I'm teacher. I'm this. I'm like, and they asked me, I said, I don't know. Yeah, I got this can, but it don't have a label. I don't, I don't know. I'm afraid to open it. <laughs> but you know, this is a good point because I was, I was uh, headed toward a course to discover what I was, not decide what I right. was. Right, yes. there you go. And it is. It is a journey of discovery. I tell the students mm-hmm. that constantly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I get concerned when I do see career days. I know, I know it's fun, fun yeah. to go and find yeah. interests. Yeah. But some people make decisions based on how much money they can mm-hmm. make and mm-hmm. and miss their purpose. And yeah, at the same time, it could be be a good event. But uh, rather than choosing what you are, yeah, in my opinion, I think we all agree that um, you you need to discover what God yeah. already made you. Mm-hmm. So that was just critical mass called out time for us. And then, um, do you want me to stop now and, and no, yeah, bring, hang, hang bring on. her up to speed? Well, or? Let me let me Let's seg- do a commercial. Yeah, no, let me yeah, segue yeah. to this because you know. There are probably people out there that are listening. They're, they're yeah. just like Joe. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they're trying to find their purpose in life. Mm-hmm. They they don't feel like they fit in. Right. And so you might want to check out rbtc.org. Rbtc.org. Mm-hmm. That's our website. Yeah. If you'll go there, there's some information about the school. But we'll, if you give us your name, mm-hmm. your email, and your phone number, we'll immediately send you a digital packet. Yeah. And then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama. Um, and then try to set up a time for you to come either at um, a college weekend or just mm-hmm. come and visit Raymond because it, it seems a lot of folks, once they come out to campus, yeah. that's, that's when they decide that they definitely need to come here. You know, and, and the main thing is for everyone to find their own purpose in that's life. Right. Um, you know, and a, a lot of times people, like you said, you, you didn't grow up with that spiritual background, Mm-mm. and so you, you needed to have that because mm-hmm. one of the things that we teach is, is following after the Spirit of God. You know, not everyone's called to be a minister, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, it, it, well, Aaron Antis, we talked about him already. Mm-hmm. The, he, you know, he's in business. He's, he's, you know, I'm not saying he, he doesn't do some ministry stuff, some lay ministry stuff or whatever, but he said, you know, those two years at Rama, mm-hmm. I, I use them every day in my business. And so whether you're, whether you're in business or whether you're in ministry or whatever, rbtc.org. Now we're going to catch up Misty. Can I say one thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, any of you are out there, whether you're going through this yourself, you just don't fit, I'm telling you, this is a critical mass moment, Well, one of the best decisions you'd ever make to come to Rama. And then if you, do, if you don't need this information for yourself, I guarantee you, you know, a few folks around you, yeah. you could forward this information to them as well. Yeah. Because you see something on someone's life. It just... You could just see something on people's life sometimes, mm-hmm. and this could be a good nudge for them to check it out. And, and again, uh, second, uh, f- salvation, God Himself, uh, my wife going to Ramo is the best decision I've made. Amen. That's good. By far. Yeah, that's good. All right, Misty. So catch us up and how. What's your story? Somebody <laughs> play Misty for me. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be there right now. <laughs> Love you, babe. So um, I was actually the first one to get saved in my family. Um, at the age of six, my parents separated, um, and I gave my life to the Lord at seven years old. I would always ask my mom, Mom, please take me to church. Please take me to church. Um, she never did, um, but that was okay. So I would go to church with my cousins, um, gave my heart to the Lord, 
and then started praying for my parents to get saved because I really wanted to start going to church. Well, a year later, my mom did get saved. Um, and when she did, she's either hot or cold. She's not a lukewarm person. And we were all out for God then after. We had cousins out here in um, Oklahoma. And you were living in? North Carolina. North Carolina, okay. I, I thought was so. born yeah. in North Carolina, raised in North Carolina, grew up. But we had cousins here in Oklahoma. And at the age of 10 years old, we started attending camp meeting 1977. Wow. <laughs> so um, that's when I was introduced to Rama. That's cool. Um, in 1977. So Rama has been a part of my life since then. I remember standing in line downtown Tulsa convention centers with our box of donuts mm. for hours just <laughs> to get in the door. Um, one of the memories that I have that I love, and I tear up. Um, I do that real easy, but um, I tear up every time I think about it because I, I remember as a kid bringing my Bible to camp meeting and going behind the stage, and I was so excited to see Brother Hagen taking him my Bible, having him sign it, and I just found that the other day. Oh, wow. And I was so excited. I took a picture. I'll show you after the podcast. But I was so excited. So growing up in the Word of Faith meant everything to me. So when we started um, Rama, you know, we can tell a little bit about our story, how we met. When I came out here um, to Rama. It really felt like home away from home because I was always mm-hmm. out here yep. at camp meeting. Camping, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I really didn't feel like it was a new place to me. I felt like it was home already mm-hmm. because we were out here all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I was saved at the age of seven, baptized in the Holy Ghost at the age of eight. And um, that's why children's ministry so important. was so mm-hmm. important to me because it was real to me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I just love that area of ministry and went, in, went into the children's ministry um, at Rama. I don't want to get too far ahead of our story, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Rama <clears throat> has been a part of my life since the age of 10. That's awesome. Yeah. But you also went toward a career just like I did. Absolutely. Yeah. How, how'd that feel? Talk about that. Right. So when we met, that kind of gets into how we met, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in my career of cosmetology, doing hair, um, and so... In that, I had a really good business. I love doing it. I love the arts. I love the creativity. I love being with people. It's amazing when people would sit in your chair, they would tell you their whole life story. Mm -hmm. They would tell you what they're going through, but just to be with people, to care for people. Um, But even in that, as much as I loved it, God was dealing with my heart. It's like, I wasn't satisfied. Mm-hmm. I knew he was pulling on my heart. There's something more that I need you to do right now. There's something more. So I was in that moment of, God, what is it? What are you wanting me to do? I was in that struggle of trying to know what to do. And that is when my husband at the time, um, Joe, and I were set up on a blind date. Wait he, a minute. It <clears throat> wasn't so blind. I knew what you looked like. <laughs> Some blind dates. You, you need to be blind. Not this one. He, he She's saw beautiful. me from afar, yes. <clears throat> yeah. He saw me from a distance. But um, that's well, that, when we were set up on a blind date. Mm-hmm. Um, Out here at Raymond School. No, no. I was back home in North oh, Carolina. Greensboro. Yeah. Okay. I was actually yes. in my first year. You were in your first year. So I get a call. I'm on my first year yeah. dedicated to, to God. You know, I've forsaken you know, all that yeah. stuff. And and I got a call from this lady. Now, now every tr- 
I hope she doesn't hear this. But anyway, <laughs> I love you, Diana. Uh, but <clears throat> every church has that really, really spiritual person yeah. that if they come up to you like, oh, Lord, yeah. you know, what's going on next time? Uh, but she said, you know what? I have someone I want you to meet, and uh, you need to take her out on a date. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and and but I did remember who she was from afar, uh, and so that was great. Um, but I but I was so when I get sold out on something, uh, probably am loyal to a fault or dedicated toward a fault sometimes, and and that's a whole story in itself on margin. But anyway, I called her up. I said, Diane, I'll call her up, and you know I'm just in this life mode, and and again if. If we click, then I'll take her out. So you were home for Christmas break yeah. for your first year at Rama. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we went out to a restaurant called Equinox. Yes. Aren't you proud of me, babe, for remembering that? Good job. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, it whatever we talked about, it just seemed good. Mm-hmm. It was a seemed good as a conversation. And, again, re- remember, this is, you know, I'm doing the third-year pastors this week. And we actually went to those pastors, or in class, I said, 35 years ago, I was sitting in a seat. <laughs> we, we did that at the meet and greet uh, last week at Winter Bible. And my wife said, no. <laughs> you know, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. No, but it really has. Yeah. So I was out here, came home for uh, Christmas, took her out on a date. And, and, and again, this is going to sound different but uh, i wasn't thinking mate anything at that moment because you were trying to find yourself yes you're right yeah i was trying to find myself and and that comes down sometimes you have to find yourself before you find a mate or find anything anybody else because Mm -hmm. you don't know who you are right i mean you're not ready to to meet anybody else yeah you'll mess someone else up aren't you (laughs) so uh yeah that's um at that dinner, believe it or not, uh, something just spoke to me about her and uh, about this possibly being my future man. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. All, I mean, she's beautiful and everything. You know, we clicked. Uh, but then again, I went back to Rama. Now, of course, I didn't tell her that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't you want to tell that on first date. Which is something that <laughs> you need to not do. Is right. Yeah. Because there are some people that you know, have a thought and they just... Yep. Have to share it, mm-hmm. and that's what gets people in problems, you know, because yeah. yeah. sometimes their thoughts are not necessarily from something God. just told me you're the one for me. <laughs> oh, no. And she's the type of girl that said, Take me home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a ride. Yeah, yeah, well, because there's a lot of people who are running for people, you know, they're like, mm-hmm. Okay, that's just like too fast, don't yeah. right. you know, just talk about that kind of thing. So, yeah. so if you're going to take a date out, you know, be intelligent, right? right. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel that this could be something, yeah. You know, keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, right. then and guess, don't share it on Facebook either. No, no, no. Well, that was way before. Yeah, I, that. I understand. This is <laughs> oh, fun fact is, so when he came back to school, we communicated through snail mail. Mm-hmm. So we sent mm-hmm. postcards to each other. We sent letters to each other. I had to wait for phone calls to phones that were attached to a wall. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't yeah. like these cell phones. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, in other words, what I heard at that dinner table, I, I knew, hey, God, that's, that's, this is your deal. Um, and prove it out over time. Right. And uh, that's helped. That, that advice right there that you, you, know, you just said, uh, Pastor Craig, is um, so important that mm-hmm. if you believe you've heard from God, uh, you know, 
you can lean softly, walk softly, mm-hmm. and it could be redirected or, you know, so we proved that over time, but not that much time. Right. So yeah. I went back to Rama. We were corresponding. Uh, and then um, my wife, Misty, decided to come out to get acquainted with Joe Coin Weekend. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> was get acquainted with Rama Weekend. Oh, That's sorry right. about that. I, you know, we we, we now call it college, Rama College Weekend, but All right. same thing. So, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. She, she came to uh, check out get the acquainted. school. Yes. And uh, that was at the point, too, that we'd corresponded enough to know, hey, are we going forward or back? And by right. the way, I don't think you need to date somebody 27 years. Yeah, not looking for a pen pal yeah, for the rest Lord of my Jesus. life. Uh, you should know. That's right, Tony. How to help them out a little bit. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I mean, yeah, actually, my sister and I were talking today about someone, you know, that yeah. they've dated for a couple of years. So, mm-hmm. you know, at some point in time, you should either know or right. don't know. I mean, you I know, agree. and, yeah. and, and my, my sister said, well, if you don't know, probably you should just break up. And yeah, just, either yeah. fish or cut bait. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and that's how yeah. people get confused, too, because that's where mm-hmm. all the, you know, the soul gets tied up together. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes they can't even make a good decision because they're so locked into. Uh, but also, I do know some people that are such planners are like, well, you know, until I do this and that and everything else. Or, I know people saying with, with children, well, well, until I save up enough money, you're never going to save enough money to, to, to be able to raise your child. That's yeah. when I let you know that. <laughs> the only parenting <laughs> advice I got from my daddy was, son, if you wait till you can afford to have children, you'll never have any. Uh, well, and they get it. more expensive the older yeah. they get. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, you had to say that in front of my kids. Yeah. Didn't you? And, and weddings are expensive, right, Tony? Oh. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, give you hemorrhoids. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't unsee that, Tony. Yeah, I'm just so you. They're just done now, but both married. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like I own part of the mayo. <laughs> I just need to show up. Where's my room? Oh, my, my, my. Anyway. So, uh, Where's this is your story? I don't know where I am in the story now. You, you've got me flustered. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. All right. So. I'm out here visiting. Yeah, she's out here visiting. Why don't you sort of take it up from there? Cause, okay. Cause, yeah. My thought process is I'm in the will of God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The hemorrhoids just <laughs> He's so focused. He's so military. He's just so he's so focused on um, just doing the will of God. And um, so I was. And you said I am the will of God, right? Right. I was, I was trying. I was trying. So we've been communicating since Christmas. What we're in April now. Um, yeah. Yeah, and get acquainted so, with April always. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, we have a fall weekend in, in oh, October. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So this was April. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm getting ready to head back home, North Carolina. And by then, I still have no clear direction. Are we friends? Are we going, where's this going? Mm -hmm. So he hasn't made this clear. I'm getting ready to get on the plane. (laughs) So I had to help a boy out. (laughs) And so I just said, hey, just want to know, where are we going? Are we friends? Is this going to, are we going to turn this into a relationship? Mm -hmm. I just need to know where you stand. So I protect my heart in this relationship. Yeah, that's that's not the way I saw it. But anyway, um, We were actually in an apartment with had a group of friends there. It was a apartment full of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to be clear. Just to so be clear. Yes. And so we just, uh, she took me aside the other room and yes. she did ask me that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, at that point, she made me kiss her, I think, right? No, I didn't. Made. 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 
There you go. See, that's why I remember it. Maine. Oh, yeah. So I gave her a confirmation kiss. <laughs> so, and then, and no kidding, it really was a whirlwind after that. She went home, we're corresponding, I came back home. You came home May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then I actually was ministering quite a bit that, that mm-hmm. uh, summer. And she actually came to some of the meetings. And um, But we spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it was getting close to time to come back to Rama, and my dad, my dad, he's been in heaven about nine years now. Mm-hmm. He he sat me down and said, "Son, that girl needs to go. You're in, know your intentions." <laughs> and I said, "I said, um, yes, sir." And then I called myself praying about it. You know, let's go to Myrtle Beach and pray about it. Uh, not, not with not her. Us. Not with her. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. and a friend were going to go. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I never did go because I didn't have to pray about it. You got to pray too much. You, you know, if it's right. not a clear yes, it's mm-hmm. a clear no. Right. And uh, so it, 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 it was, uh, you know, something I, I just knew. that. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the dates, one of the dates before I, uh, well, no, you went back with me, actually. And, but, but I remember dating her. I remember at one point we were sitting on the couch and I turned over to her. I looked at her. I was like, that has got to be the most beautiful woman in the world to me. I'm serious. And um, and so anyway, we, you know, you might want to say about the whirlwind. Uh, I, I did. I went to her mom and asked her permission to marry her. And um, she said yes. So he's home in May. So, so your, her mom said yes? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I need to clarify that. <laughs> she gave her permission. She gave her permission. Yes, her permission. but but then you, did you ask her? After yeah. Yes. Actually, it was after a service I had just done. Yes. I pulled her mom aside. Then that night we were back over our parent, my parents' house, mm-hmm. and I actually uh, proposed to her uh, in the very same room that we pioneered our church in. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which sweet. we didn't know we were in a pioneer church ten years. Well. Yeah, ten plus years later. So, so th- this is August, right before your second year at Rama. Yes, and we brought her back. And, and you she, brought her back. Yeah. yeah. So she she um, she went through Rama, right alongside us. Yes, gave me six weeks to plan a wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It six was a mafia months. wedding. It was so big. Months. No, he gave me six weeks oh. to plan a wedding. <laughs> so, so, you, so you got married. Um, yeah, we got married yeah. that summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, before you came back to Rama. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I don't, I don't, so, I don't normally so, recommend this. And when I do premarital and, counseling, and, and I was also like, also too, you're, you're supposed to inform the school if you do yes. something like that. <gasps> yes. Oh, did you kick me out? No, we didn't. Are you gonna take my diploma? <laughs> it's probably a little, little mark in your file, oh, just, yeah. just inside. It, left, it, left, left it probably is. Yeah. They missed that. Yeah. yeah. No, I because didn't, one I had thing, no clue. That, you know, if if you are gonna get married while you're a student, we we oh. do just kind of want to know. Yeah. yeah so, I apologize. Know. I repent. <laughs> So yeah, I brought her back, and I was determined not to be in a career job. So we, because I didn't want that to take my time, I uh, just wanted to make sure we had our needs met. And again, she didn't marry a wealthy man. <laughs> I didn't have anything in the bank, uh, paycheck to paycheck type thing, and, and just doing doing uh, what we knew to do. She uh, when for, when she came back to Rama, we actually we actually worked at a company called Busy Bees. Yes, uh, it was cleaning homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was our first assignment because we only had one car. We had to work the same place. Okay. She would clean the she would clean the kitchen and do the dusting. I cleaned the bathrooms. 
Wow. Just had a back, flashback on that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Some of those places. Oh, Lord. And and then I did all the, I did the vacuuming. Vacuuming, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah awesome. That was training for whenever you have a church and clean hey, the yeah. <laughs> That's definitely ministry training. Oh, I have a story about <laughs> no. that. Oh, no. boy, do I have a story about that. You want to go there? No. No. All right. So we're still, well, okay, so. I go through my second year. So, so now by this time, did, did you know you're called to the ministry or you're still Yeah, there? I knew I was called. I just didn't know what I was called to. Okay, right. so, so you, yeah. you had, didn't have a clue what you were going to do or anything like that? Mm-hmm. You know, just, mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the teacher's yeah, room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you weren't planning to really be a pastor then? No. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, because so, some Rhema students think it's so important to make sure mm-hmm. you pick the right group. And if you yeah. pick the wrong group, mm-hmm. you are... Doomed for the rest yeah, of your life. Destroyed your you destiny. Know, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I went in the evangelist group, so you know, so a lot of people think it's you know, it's you know, that's whatever group you go into, right? That's where you're stuck with. That's that's yeah. that's your ministry. <laughs> I mean, you, you you would be surprised these yeah. people. Right, they're sweating. They're yeah, like thinking, you know, what do I need to do? So yeah, well, I thought I was unusual because I wasn't like those students that were apostles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they said yeah. I'm an apostle, yeah. but no, that calmed down a little bit around us. But so went teachers group. My wife uh, went through the children children's, but mm-hmm. I had to wait a year so she could finish her second. Mm-hmm. So so, so you guys went the second year together then? No, mm-hmm. I went. I did first year yeah. and then married her in the summer. Took her back with me. She started first year where I completed second year. Okay, so so you did complete a year earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, she went through second year while I you – know, we volunteered all over the place here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and actually, matter of fact, um, because, again, we didn't know what we were supposed to do, we actually got involved in all the areas of the children ministry uh, over our course of time here. And we were on setup groups. We were in any of those – we uh, ushered, all kind of stuff. Tremendous mm-hmm. um, training. Mm-hmm. To be involved in doing all that, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. well, and, and that's one thing too. Obviously, at that time, you didn't know you're called to be a pastor. Mm-mm. But I, I think it's really important if you are called to be a pastor to get involved in all the different groups. You know, mm-hmm. as an mm-hmm. usher, yep. you know, work in the children's area, maybe youth area, mm-hmm. just to get, so you know exactly what you know you expect yeah. from mm-hmm. the people who. Right. And because a lot of times you have no clue. Like right. I, you know, I don't even have a clue how the children's area works or blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So. I think it's, it's pretty important. You know, and one of the things that, that uh, kind of, I think it plays into part of your story, and, you know, I've, I've over the years always encouraged students, you know, if you don't, if you're not sure what you're called to do, then find somebody to serve. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so at some point when you guys went back to North Carolina, I know you became associate pastor mm-hmm. at a rather large church there, Bishop Hash. So right. was that immediate you went back there, or that was that kind of stair-step there? Yeah, well, Part part of the story, a little sliver right before that is, you know, I was just really praying over what do we do next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just praying, not trying to force something, not trying to. And actually, uh, Bishop Ash um, and Lady Joy's wife, uh, Bishop is a Rama graduate as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so they, we just struck up a friendship. Um, actually, before I went to Rama, I just happened to be at the convention center that Dad Hagen was guest speaker and also some other guest speaker, but he actually, I saw Bishop Ash being installed as pastor. Wow. Right there at that special meeting. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see that. And then, um, uh, we were going to Rama, but we were people, uh, some of our, we we're getting some people filled with the Holy spirit and mm-hmm. saying, well, what church do we get to? I said, if I were you, I'd go to that one. And that was yeah. an all black church, but they, man, which is great. 
Um, but boy, they they really taught the word. And so um, when I was praying, and uh, um, we actually, gosh, Jim Anders uh, from Peru, uh, we said, you know what, we're we're not just we're just not going to stay here at Rama. We'll just go help him. You know, we sat down with them. We met with them. We were headed that way. And then uh, God had different plans. Um, and that was very difficult because I'm a graduate of Raymond. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, uh, the Lord told me to do something different. So I was like, oh, God, I wonder what he thinks about me. Mm-hmm. But but while I was in uh, faith class with uh, Dad Hagen, um, he was teaching on something. And, you know, he talks about being led by the Spirit. But also there's the voice of the Holy Spirit. And um, uh, that was even before we were going to go home to Greensboro, Winston area. And God said, you stay here. You let your wife fit, uh, finish second year. Mm-hmm. And you just work full time, get involved in ministry. And uh, so that's what we did. And so we, again, had an occasion to meet with Bishop Hash Lady Joy. And, and as I was praying, my prayer room was the bathroom. We had a one-bedroom apartment, <laughs> and we were very clean people, by the way. And uh, so I was just praying in, in the Holy Spirit one day. Was that why you were in school, babe? Mm-mm, we no? were together. We were I together? was in the den, and, and you in the restroom. Okay. That was right after classes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, but I, you know how we're, we're supposed to sometimes say, hey, God, um, I pray that whatever I need to interpret in the Holy Spirit just, or in tongues, let me know. And he'll let us know whenever he needs us to know. We don't have to force anything there as mm-hmm. well. But one afternoon, I was just praying in the Spirit, said that, and all of a sudden came up in my, from my spirit, uh, just uh, go serve Bishop Ash. And, and one of the biggest reasons that I need to go under local church pastor in our area um, that, that was sort of up close and personal is because I needed development. I needed yeah. to develop. Yeah. Uh, I, I, man, we developed tremendously here at, at Rama, but then I needed be. I needed the local church to be sort of like the incubator or the you know the place where you sort of prove out what you are, who you are, absolutely. what you're supposed to do, yes. and and you need and to be mentored. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and but <clears throat> we too long. No, no, go ahead. Okay. No, I'm... <laughs> uh, but but the one thing we didn't go there. To, to be pastors looking too. for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they offered us to be children's pastors to come down there and and, and have a paid situation. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, another thing we weren't supposed to take that job. And that was in when he said it, man. I was so checked that we weren't supposed to take it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm coming on my own terms now. <laughs> yeah. No, I told him. I said, you know what, Bishop Ash, we I, I just prefer that. Um, we come and volunteer. Uh, we don't expect to be paid or anything. And and why don't you just sort of observe where, where we're gifted and just plug us in. And he had a passion for uh, being multicultural. So, boy, he put us up there on the praise team and all that kind of stuff. And we, we over the years, um, had a great relationship. About, but but, but uh, this might be for someone out there as well. Uh, I always made it a commitment because God sent us first to Ramah. And that's where our roots were, and um, and also Bishop Hashley Joy, they would come back. Uh, but over the course of thirty-five years, we've never missed a year of being at 
a good couple meetings plus now we're regional directors with the Branson mm -hmm. meeting and uh, we also do uh, Lynn Faith Crusades coming in our region this year uh, so we're we've fed on those root systems of Rama. you nourish that yeah. connection yeah. and you know, I like to say it this is the this is the branch of the vine that God saw fit to graft mm -hmm. us into and so then we need to nourish that mm -hmm. connection yeah. If we want to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because sometimes it seems someone graduates and then you, you don't see them. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's even their 10th year reunion right. mm -hmm. and they finally show back up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I get it. There's other good ministries doing other good things, you mm -hmm. know, but, but God placed you here mm -hmm. to be a part of that. Now, it doesn't mean you can't go to other meetings and things like that, but I, I think it's, it's good to stay plugged in, you know, to... Mm -hmm. to to where you're planted yeah, yeah and uh, you know just so much history there with bishop hash mm -hmm. you know uh, i had the opportunity you know being from georgia and then part of my journey being in the atlanta area uh working with our regional mm -hmm. uh, system um you know just being able to go up there and observe and being aware mm -hmm. and the uh the year that that brother hagan went home to be yeah. with the lord mm -hmm. april mm -hmm. of 2003 I was doing a meeting there at Bishop Hash's. We were there. Yeah. And yeah. We, we did our May I luncheon. Our kids were there. Yeah, we did a luncheon that week. I emceed that luncheon and had an opportunity to eat supper with Brother Hagen that week. Mm -hmm. And no idea that come September, mm -hmm. he's moving to heaven. Yeah. I feel so privileged. And then after that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Pastor Miss Hagen did these uh, regional uh, hops mm -hmm. with alumni. And uh, I wound up over the course of time uh, being tapped to. Um, kind of organize and be responsible for three of those. And one of them was at Bishop Hash's. Oh, yeah. They agreed to, to do the meal, but they didn't want to do anything else. So right. I worked with them, and I handled handled the, the back mm -hmm. work of that meeting. And so yeah. a, lot of, a lot of good memories there. Yeah, it's and, interesting. Um, it's 20 years ago now. Yeah, it's just to think, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, Brother Higgins passed away. Yeah. Well, come wow. September, it'll yeah. be 20 years. Because I think so I first we're going to need to segue here and okay. bring you guys back for the next podcast. But I think I met you guys around 03, around mm -hmm. that time, probably, yeah. in my memory. And we'll get to talking about how you started the church. But, mm -hmm. but I remember when we location we were talking about that or supper and and just so we re, re, remind our listeners we have real live people on the couch over here we'll get to them in a minute we're, we're going here. to let them talk on the next on our next recording but, but right. joseph is the son say hi yeah. joseph hello and he, he's a rhema grad yeah i'm happy just to he's sit here and listen away mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. Uh, his wife's a rhema grad yep and then hannah hannah's not a rhema grad but hannah is proven herself uh, Rama through and through, and and uh, proven herself uh, She's been in ministry, and she is credentialed with RMAI ordained minister, mm -hmm. and she's just as Rama as anybody. Absolutely, yeah. So, hallelujah. Amen. It's on the next podcast. What we'll bring, we'll talk about the church. But once again, I want to talk about Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Um, you know, maybe you're out there, like I said, you're you're, you're like Joe. You you don't know your place in life. Um, maybe you didn't have a a, a foundation of faith or whatever, but whether you feel called to the ministry or whether you want to just learn more about the Bible, no matter what your age might be, because we have students that are actually older than us, and Tony and I are 53, and we have some students that, that mm -hmm. are attended. In fact, some people actually, we found out, they retire from their secular job and then they come to Raymond, you know, and like I said, they had nothing else to do, So, but there are there are students that are 18, actually we have students as young as 16, you know, with with homeschooling, people graduate early, and we have students that are 83. So it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, it's never too late to come 
learn more about the Bible, um, the Conrad Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Just go there, give us your name, your email, a phone number. We'll send you a digital packet immediately, and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, try to set up a time for you to come to Ramage College weekend or come just visit us here on campus. Anyway, here at Ramage, we're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. We'll see you later.